Good morning, good afternoon. Actually, it's lunchtime, or could be. Um, and the transcript of this audio, well, not the transcript, but what I originally wrote so that I could make some notes to deliver you this audio to go for a walk, uh, is there sitting below. And, uh, well, you're welcome to read it if you want, but it's all on the audio. Better to go for a walk, I think, or go for a stretch or put out the washing listening to this. So uh, uh, we, 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 love, we, we love uppers and uh, we gravitate to them and then we say I'm out of balance. Um, and this feeling of being up or not wanting to be down is how we call balance. We say I want to be, uh, be up over here and I want to be up over there or I, or I was down at work, I want to be up for the weekend or I've been down for... 11 months, I want to be up for a weekend or a week away holiday. And this concept, this ignorant concept of uh, life balance, uh, it, it leads to destruction. And you can't be a high-performance athlete or an individual or an employee or a worker or climb up the corporate ladder living this way because decay happens during a day. So, for example, if you start in the morning and you're doing fine, you've done your gratitude walk and you start doing the day's work, up meeting after meeting, time after time, hour after hour, by the end of the day, five o'clock, you think you, you feel productive, but we don't care how you feel. The question is, are you? And the answer is no. The, the statistics are more mistakes are made, more errors are made, more emotion is gained, more frustration is, more stress is caused at five o'clock in the afternoon than there was at the start. So the question is why? And the, and the answer is, is because... Um, we're incompetent. Now, incompetence what is, is, is not a nasty word. We all evolve into our in, incompetence. And so don't beat yourself up and say, Chris is beating me up because I'm incompetent and because I'm out of balance. The fact is we evolve into incompetence. And the thing that we want to learn here is to embrace that concept and not be so uh, 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 angry about ourselves. So incompetence means that we lose balance. Now, at eight o'clock in the morning, you're probably balanced. You've had a good brekkie, you've gone to work, you've gone for your walk, you've done a bit of exercise, done whatever, done your HIIT training, and you feel great. So you start work, and then by nine o'clock, you've sat down for an hour. You, you could, if you really wanted to, get up and, I don't know, climb a tree or, or <laughs> wave a flag or have a laugh or, or uh, listen to some music or do a dance. You could do anything you want. But typically we don't. We say, oof, I'm on a roll and I want to do another hour's work. And by the time we've done two hours' work, we want to do three. And they go, oh, man, I need an hour off for lunch because I've just stretched the envelope to the point of exhaustion and I need to re rebuild and repack and redesign and rebe myself. So a much wiser way to operate would be to hit the, hit the ground running at 8 o'clock but not necessarily go down into that level of incompetence that happens at 12 o'clock after th three or four hours uh, solid grind without break. We, we want to maintain a good level of equity in our work, in our being, in our state of mind, in our, in our health. And so therefore, it's really wise to stand up every 20 minutes, for example, or whatever you decide, or have a, uh, have a break, or have a laugh, or talk to somebody, or do whatever every 30, 40 minutes, or even every hour, depending on how you feel, how much you concentrate. But the bottom line of this all is to, to talk to you about how you come home from work. Because one of the worst and most dangerous things to do is to go to work all day and come home 
having not managed yourself well at work, which is a state of incompetence, and saying when people say to you, you busy? Oh, I'm so busy. So a busy person never gets promoted. And so if you're always busy, if you're incompetent enough to be full and not managing the volume of work that's on your table and, and overwhelmed by your work, you will not get a promotion. You'll be, you'll be passed over because people look at you and go, well, that person's f flat to the boards already running up and down the hallway and shaking and sweating and angry in meetings and not friendly and not good to work with. What if I load them and it's like uh, having a donkey and putting another uh, uh, sack of potatoes on its back and its legs buckle underneath it. It's very sad. So people out of compassion wouldn't give a busy person extra work. And so people say, how's it going at work? And you say, busy, you've just sunk your ship. What you need to be able to say is, well, it's intense, but I'm loving it or whatever. Whatever works for you. But busy, no. Busyness, business, busyness is a disease uh, and it leads to stress. But a person who walks around the office busy all day and overloaded and overwhelmed and not organised and taking emotion and reacting to people and getting tired comes home tired. And I want to tell you a story. And uh, we're on a, a time frame here. We, we're out for a 20-minute stroll. I'll make this story, uh, uh, this, this audio up to 15 minutes. So here's the story. My first consulting job when I uh, left university was, would you believe, a piggery. <laughs> yep, a piggery. Um, and uh, Castlemaine Bacon is the name of the company. I'm allowed to say it. It's been long enough. Castlemaine Bacon was, it was I think there were 2,000 employees. Uh, it was non-unionised. Most of the people knew each other, came from Castlemaine. The unions were trying to get in. There were punch-ups at the front gate. It was an incredibly intense environment. And the Japanese had bought one of the other Melbourne-based ham and bacon small goods suppliers and they were coming in and cutting prices. And Castlemaine Bacon needed to make some really serious changes. And I had a consulting firm. Uh, I had a, 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 I had, I'd recruited all the, the professors, uh, the main professors from my MBA at the University of New South Wales to work for me. Um, and, I, uh, I, and I was doing this National Industries Extension Service program for the federal government, which was world competitive manufacturing for Australian manufacturers. And so I had an entree into some of the, these middle ground manufacturing firms to come and make them world competitive. I did 60 projects in 12 months. Castlemaine Bacon was one, but it was the big one. Anyway, long story short, I can't tell you all the gory details because that's, I guess, uh, privileged. But what I can say is this, at the end of every working day, no matter what we'd done, we uh, had spent the day walking through dead pigs, pig poo, pig blood, pig heads, We'd gone out into the farmyard where all the pigs were waiting to die, <clears throat> where they had to be kept nicely fed and kept at peace because the, it changes the flavour of, of the bacon if the pig is, uh, if the pig is, uh, if the pig is uh, frightened. So they walked them up a little ramp. Hello, piggy, 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 piggy. Boom, put a bullet in its head, uh, a bolt. And then shits everywhere. And so at the start of the day, we were given, uh, start of the day, we were given a big uh, gumboots, came up to your knees, and white overalls that covered everything, and a, and a hat, a, a paper hat, that made sure that uh, uh, your hair
head and fall in the bacon and off you'd go and do your job. And by the end of the day, there was pig shit everywhere, all over your boots. At the end of the working day, every single person in the senior staff, and there was quite a large office of people, would go to the showers and strip down the overalls, put them in the overall wash bin, take off their uh, boots, put them in the boot bin, uh, take off the hat, throw it in the rubbish bin, and jump in the shower. We would shower and shower and shower too, and then put on all sorts of smelly soaps and make ourselves nice, put back our clothes on that we wore in the morning, and most nights, somebody from the factory would invite me home for dinner. <clears throat> we would go home in their car, talk about the pig factory and talk about everything. By the time we got to the front door of the house, once again, we would take off our shoes, <clears throat> our clean shoes from the pig factory, but they'd come from the pig factory. So we would take off our shoes, we would go inside, and the first thing we would do before we met the family, met the kids, did anything to do with that, we'd go to the bathroom. And the bathroom was a big bathroom in these houses up in Castlemaine, and we would wash our hands and put on nice uh, smelling soaps and make sure that we were not carrying any remnants of the pig factory into the house. And this was respectful of the family. And this, then we would have dinner and away we'd go. The next job I had was with a, a company that was involved in um, manufacturing and installing printing machines. But we were all in this beautiful luxury office in Melbourne in, in Hawthorne. And I was working with these people and we would come in with our nice white shirts on and our ties and our lovely jackets and everybody was dressed to the nines and the floors were pristine, crystal clean and the printing machines were there on display and people were elegant and sophisticated and clean as a whistle, no pig poo to be seen, not for a mile. At this job, people would invite me to their homes. We would leave the office, we would walk into their homes, wash our hands, have dinner, and have a nice night and go to work. And what I realised was in the process of washing off my pig poo boots, in the process of taking off the overalls at the pig factory, we, would, we had also let go of the job. We'd also cleansed ourselves of the day. And that the conversations at the dinner table with the families in Castlemaine was so pleasant, so enjoyable, and so different, so fresh. And yet, after I worked in the printing office with lovely clean clothes, we would go back home and people were mm, less fresh, less joyful, less, and they weren't disengaged from the work at all. And I came to realise that this pig poo boot metaphor was <coughs> a sign that we carried not only the uh, remnants of pigs on our boots, but we carry the remnants of emotions and thoughts and feelings and worries and anxieties and stresses and we bring it in the front door, we don't even wipe our feet, we spread it all over the couch, we spread it all over the house, we talk about our problems with our spouse, which is one of the dumbest things we can imagine, and we bring this shit home from work, we dump the shit all over the house, we spread it around the house, all over the kids, all over the uh, partner, all over the couch, all over the lounge, all over the food, and then go to sleep and wake up in the morning still stinking of the day before. Now, I haven't met too many people that are, are as completely disengaged from the day's work uh, as I have uh, from working in that uh, pig factory. And yet it was the dirtiest place. And so the hidden dirt, the hidden pig poo, 
on, a, on an office job, when you work for a corporate or when you work in an office, is the emotions and the angers and the frustrations. And stupid us, we come in and blurt it out all over our partner and go, blah, 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 and this person did this, and blah, 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 I don't know if I'm going to do that, and blah, 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 and blah, we dump it. We think dumping it is appropriate, but there's a bathroom and there's a toilet and there's a shower at work and there's a place to go. So always advocate to people, hey, now we're living in the COVID lockdown, it's not so easy, but it still can be done. Between working and eating, do something outside the house that involves some exercise and let go. That's one. Two, do an emotional shower, which is on the sheet on the day sheet down below, your homework for the day. Do an emotional shower. Now, this emotional shower, the first one you do will take you half an hour. The second one will take you 15 minutes. And I recommend you do one every single day for 30 days at the end of your working day. And basically, all you're saying is, what do I do good today? Column one, what's bad about that? What's the downside? Third column, what do I do not good today? What I didn't get finished? What did I do bad? Fourth column. What's good about that? Now, I call this sheet an MF, a mindfuck. You can call it what you want. But really, what it's doing is taking you from the state of stress and a state of poo-covered emotional baggage bullshit stuff all over you, dumping it all over your kids with all your worries and your stresses. Because remember, most communication with children is subliminal. They are picking up body language, they're looking up facial expressions, they're looking up your movements. If you throw things, whether you put things down, whether you eat fast or eat slow, they're picking up this stuff 24-7. They don't listen to what you say. You'll learn that. I've got three kids and grandkids and all sorts of things. And I promise you, they don't listen to a word, but they watch you 24-7. They're watching your body language. And if you're stressed, they know it. And if you're not happy, they know it. And if you're carrying pig poo on the boots, that's changing their life too. I promised 15 minutes, it's nearly up. So uh, this is a good walk, I think. And the, pig, and the pig poo boots is a great metaphor for coming home clean with a smile on your dial, walking in the front door. How was work? Work was balanced. Work was balanced. Well, welcome to the universe. Have a great day.